Hi, I'm Christina. And I'm Kaylin. And this is K-Pop Love Affair. This week we're discussing the May comebacks. K-pop world's on flames. Oh, goodness. <laughs> so much has happened. It's crazy. I feel like I'm missing stuff, too. But I mean, the top. I know I'm missing stuff because you're, you're the one who keeps yeah. me really up to date on everything. And I was trying to do better this time and write stuff down. But um, <laughs> anyway, but yeah, I guess. Hold on. <laughs> um, Let's start with Lucas no longer in NCT. Yeah, that was extremely disappointing because I just felt like I just felt disappointed in how SM handled that whole situation <laughs> clearly I mean, SM SM is struggling the more we gonna talk yeah. it's just ah, SM SM Ooh. and I feel like um I know SM is part of the what the big three initial k-pop mm-hmm. companies and I always felt like YG was the trash k-pop company SM is really they're they're up there. I guess their stuff was just hidden for so long, but um, because even because Stray Kids is part of YG, but I felt like they handled JYP. Oh, JYP. So those are the top three, is it? J- JYP, YG, YG, and SM were and the original. SM, okay, so right? my bad, my bad. Is I'm confused. Right? Um, so how JYP? Well, we definitely knew JYP was trash, <laughs> trash company, right? So, which Stray Kids is part of, but I still feel like they handled the scandal that happened with Hyunjin way better than SM handled this this scandal with Lucas. Mm -hmm. And to me, I just felt like it should not take two years for you to decide what to do with your idol. If you are going to terminate their contract or if you're going to let them sit out, let the public cool down. I'm like, at most, it should be like a year that they're sitting out. I'm like, if, if at that point you feel like, oh, we still can't bring you back, I feel like it'd be best to terminate the contract at mm-hmm. that point. Um, why have them, because they can take their talents elsewhere. And so they're, we only have one life, people. You're only in your 20s once, okay? Yeah. So it's like, if you're a person that is, I'm just thinking how I would feel from my point of view. If I'm in my 20s, I'm part of a successful group, I'm involved in a scandal, so I'm sitting on the shelf for a while, there's a limit to that yeah. where it's just like, okay, well, if y'all are done with me, then I would rather y'all be done. And then I can move on to the next phase of my career because time is ticking, you know, and we already know how that world works anyways, where it's like the older you right. get, you just, you know, unless you're in a very established group that's well known, you, you're like age is like kryptonite <laughs> in the K-pop world. So I'm just like, I'd be like, look, let me know. Do y'all want me to stay? Do y'all want me to go? What is happening? And we were just in, in, in the dark about Lucas for so long. So once that first year passed, I was like, he ain't coming back. You know, he yeah. ain't coming back. Cause I'm just like, why would they not have brought him back at this point? That doesn't even make sense. 
And I don't understand from a company perspective, what were they doing? Because I just feel like Lucas is an asset. He's one of your assets to the company. So to me, if you have an idol that is a scandal, you have to decide, are we going to keep this dude or not? And to me, I feel like, okay, you guys need to do your due diligence. And, you know, if this person's done something illegal, which he hasn't, but then you want to follow it you know, do your investigation or whatever so that you can make a decision on, Hey God, Hey sir, we think it's best for us to split ways and you got to go. So I'm like, honestly, what were they doing these past two years? What was happening? And I just know if I was Lucas, I would be ticked. Like I would be so ticked because I feel like he must've been waiting around because you're hoping that things work out. He kind of deserves that. And low key. Oh, to like wait around for two years. I'm saying like, that's what you get for being trash to people. That's what I'm saying. Like that was his punishment. That was your punishment. <laughs> like for us as the fans, we want to know, right. you know, the ones that are going to be against them, you're going to be against them forever, whatever. Yeah, yeah. But of course they have a lot of people that will forgive you and want to see you back in the group. And we wanted to see him back in the group. We were like, yes, that shows he doesn't have, he's not have good character. I felt like he did nothing illegal. Is he a trash person to some extent? Yes. And honestly, we're all trash people to some extent. But I'm just like, he did, he's not a good guy, right? Right. He did something that's not good, but it wasn't illegal. And I feel like, I don't think that he should lose his career over this. No, I don't think so either. Yeah. But that's, I was just like. So that was why I wanted him. I think initially when it first happened, honestly, I was kind of like, nah, whatever. I don't really care. I mean, just whatever, whatever goes, goes. But as time started going on and we got deeper into NCT and I was like, actually, I like Lucas as a part of this group. I I think that he adds to it. You know, uh, Wavy is our favorite, uh, Mm -hmm. you know, subunit of NCT. And I was like, I I liked him in Wavy, you know. Um, So I was hoping that he would come back. And I just think the more I thought about it, again, like I said, I just felt like this just seems like not a good enough reason to to lose your career over and at the end of the day his job is to entertain that that is totally separate from his personal life so if he had done something illegal you Mm -hmm. know that could possibly put him in jail because he's guilty of assault or Mm -hmm. you know something like that then yes dude deserves to go he needs to go or whatever but i'm just like when it comes to morality you know, different people feel different things. And I just felt like this was not to the extent that he deserves to end his career over the fact that he's a, he's a player, <laughs> you know, basically and is using women. Right. And I'm like, now he's been outed. Yeah. So I feel like, I don't think that he would be successful in continuing to do that, but he could still continue his career as an entertainer. Yeah. Um, I don't know. In part of NCT. I don't be tracking scandals like that deeply. So I don't really know if there was proof that not, you know how they'd be like, Oh, it's, actually you just see so stuff, much back and forth stuff on the internet. Yeah. I feel like it's probably factual. Like he, he probably was getting these women to buy things for him and do stuff for him and take advantage that he was somebody famous. Right. Yeah. But yeah, it doesn't make sense. I think like you said, it's weird that after a year you would make the decision. Are we going to move forward with him or not? Like y'all right. just kept going with it. Yeah, I just felt like um, from a company standpoint, you should know whether or not he's worth the risk. So Mm -hmm. if you feel like keeping him on is not worth the risk to the company's bottom line, because that's what it always comes down to with any company is the money, then I'm like, do him a favor and terminate his contract so that he can move on with the rest of his life and decide what he wants to do from here. Do you think he's going to come back as a solo artist (laughs) under another agency? 
I mean, I, I honestly don't know. I honestly don't know. I don't really know enough to me. I've not observed enough, um, I guess, media about him to kind of have a, what I would think is a good feel for his personality to even determine a guess for that. Well, sorry. I actually just pulled up the notice again, and they did say he's going to pursue solo activities. I mean, I, so I'm, that's not could surprising. Be music, it could be not music, but yeah. yeah. So I guess he I feel will. like this is the industry that he's in. Mm-hmm. You know, he trained for years to do this. Unless you weren't happy with it, I don't see why you would not want to continue in this industry in some way. Yeah. So I would be surprised if he just chose to be like, you know what, I'm just, I'm done and I'm going to live a, a life of anonymity at this <laughs> point and do something totally different. So I'm not surprised. Um, I just personally feel like I don't know if he has the, and I'm sure many people would disagree, but I don't know if he has enough to carry himself as a solo artist. I just don't. He doesn't sing from what I really understand. And to me, his rap is, it's doable. It's, it's fine, but I don't think there's anything about him outside of his looks and that alone, all him all by himself. I just don't think he has everything to really be successful as a solo artist. Yeah. I mean, but if he goes that route, it'll be interesting to see what he puts out, but I just don't think, I think he works better in the group Mm -hmm. um, or in a group. So it would definitely be interesting to see if he does decide to put out solo music, how that goes. Um, We'll never yeah. get jalapeno. That was about to be the banger of the summer. The summer jam from two years ago. Poor Hendry. Uh, yeah. He worked hard that song. I know. That was about to be yeah. fire. But yeah, I just feel like I'm more, I'm just annoyed with how SM handled it because I feel like the way they handled it was very unprofessional. You are the company. You have everything they have all all the marbles everything is in their pocket and i just feel like if you don't want an artist terminate the contract and move on we already know how this works and how scandals are a huge thing within k-pop so i'm like if you feel like this was a scandal that he could not come back from let this man go so he can figure out what his next move is instead of having having him sit on the shelf to me in limbo. I mean, obviously we don't know what was happening behind the scenes, but having him sit on the shelf for two years of his life in limbo while you guys figure out, I mean, what was going to happen. It's not like he was performing or recording on variety shows or modeling. He so was he, doing nothing. He wasn't doing anything in his field of entertainment. Yeah. He was literally doing nothing for the past two years. So, so yeah, I just, that part to me, to me is just not logical. I'm a very logical kind of like black and white person So I just feel like I don't think this is a simple decision. Either you want to keep the person or you don't. And if you don't make the decision and let this person go so that they can continue moving forward in their career the way they want to. Well, doesn't end for SM. (laughs) So first Lucas. (laughs) Um, And then shockingly woke up to that was that was a shock. Like NCT, like Lucas, Lucas leaving, was kind of like we, we kind of knew this yes, was coming because it like, just had dragged yeah. on for so long. I, I was like, like they're gone. bringing him back at this point. Don't even make sense. When Wavy came back the last time, like he's not there. I'm like, she's not. Right. Cause you know, Wavy doesn't even have that many comebacks. So I'm like, he not. And this one has been already a year and a half since her last comeback. And he's not with them. Right. He done. <laughs> but then they started to be like, he posted a few times. They're like, what does this right. mean? I'm like, y'all fake. showed him practicing right. and all this. I was Goodbye. like, oh, he about to come back. <laughs> <laughs> But SM continues to be in the news because, shockingly, EXO 
long-standing boy band, um, very popular. Mm-hmm. Three of the members, uh, Baekhyun, Chen, and Shumin, are terminating their contract. Yeah. I was like, this is a joke, right? But then I started seeing all the news ones popping up, and I was like, I guess it's for real because yeah. they wouldn't be posting this. Um, but yeah, basically, they're, they, if I remember this correctly, they were requesting for receipts basically and back pay and um i feel like they were basically wanting to see their income statements yeah that's what <laughs> like, it is they want to show us the income statements. statements and be like did i get my money that i was owed?" right and right. someone was like you guys are fine like we, we, y'all good we've you been got, taking care yeah, of y'all right everything's okay <laughs> um so we don't gotta we don't gotta show you the papers they said okay then we're terminating this contract yeah so and um, we're suing you yeah um they will this article is saying they're pursuing legal action against sm over contractual issues related to slave contracts because apparently their contracts are longer than 12 years which is crazy and i was like i thought you couldn't do that anymore so i was a little confused by that well did they sign these contracts before that law came into effect that's true i don't know when that law came into effect to be honest so maybe it was before yeah. Or after they Because I feel signed. like that's a somewhat recent. That's a newer thing? I feel like. Um, within K-pop history. Yes. So <laughs> they claim SM has shown a lack of payment transparency and required unreasonably long contracts extending beyond 12 years, according to a five-page document um, sent by the attorneys. Uh, they allege that despite the trio signing the long-term exclusive contracts, they have not provided full data about their payments as they recently requested and they have always trusted them despite Korean law requiring entertainment companies to provide updates on payment settlements twice a year. Hmm. So I guess by law they're supposed to give updates, but they have not been doing that. And the firm is claiming that SM has used position in the K-pop market to force artists to sign longer than the standard seven years. That's the industry standard. Um, SM automatically extends artist contracts by three years if the artist works overseas, which applies to Chen and Zuman because they are obviously part of the Chinese focus group. And Baekhyun has released music in Japan as part of the U.S. focus group Super M. Um, yeah, so they the, the crazy thing is, so that came out and I was shocked because I was like, what is going on? Not going to lie. At first, when I first saw it, I was like, who? Because if it's not members I care about. Oh, no. <laughs> because, well, we are not into XL well, like that. That's right. We are not into XL like that. You know that. I'm but not when I saw Backyard today, I was like, Backyard? <laughs> he's part of it. No. No, I was just shocked because it's like a long-term popular group. I mean, yeah. I was shocked. but I mean, I was. it was still shocking, but I was like, yeah. who, who's requesting this? Because <laughs> I was like, if it ain't Kai or Backyard, it's, it's all good. I'm yeah. not as concerned. We don't but really when I saw like Backyard, so. I was like, oh, snap. <laughs> it's serious. Not Backyard. <laughs> yeah. Although I do like Schumann, though. I, I'd be bopping to his, his yeah. last drop. So I do. But I like I said, we're not as into, into XO. I've never deep dived them no. yet. So I was looking for Kai and Backhand. I was like, <laughs> if I don't see their names, then, you know, I'm, I'm concerned. I'm going to follow on the perimeter. But when I saw Backhand's name, I was like, oh, this is serious. My boy Backhand <laughs> is part of this lawsuit. This is serious. <laughs> the crazy thing is that headline dropped their their contract were being terminated by the next day basically it was like june 1st which was the next day right and then sm was like yeah 
there's ex- outside forces that are like trying to like mess with our people or something and i'm like no they basically said that the three of them who brought the lawsuit are being influenced right by outside forces or like made it seem like they're being given information that is wrong it's just wild outside forces huh yeah and then i had sent you a tiktok and I, w- I think it was a TikTok or something. And I was like, no, no, no. I sent you a voice message, a voice text. And I was like, are the outside sources, the fans who've been <laughs> screaming this since like day one, that they're in slave contracts and are not being paid normally and all this stuff? We're the outside forces. The thing that's crazy too is like, so since this came out, I'm like, so that makes me question everything, right? Because who else did I send? Who we're just talking about? NCT. Right. Which is a large group. And people like, uh mark um uh wow Young, um who else hey chen are in multiple projects and i'm just like i they are probably not getting paid appropriately and if yeah. they're apparently if it's true that they're like extending contracts automatically by three years because doing overseas work again they be going overseas I wonder if they found some type of loophole to do this because I looked up the year Mm -hmm. when they passed that law. That was in 2010. EXO debuted in 2012. Wow. So the law was already into effect. So they shouldn't have been able to sign a contract longer than seven years. So, yeah, there's just no way. Even once once the seven years ended and they re-signed, I'm sure they've re-signed since then, the original contract. They still shouldn't have been able to sign a longer contract because it's it's law. So I'm like, I wonder if they're found some type of loophole to try to justify it. Well, because this seems pretty cut and dry. I saw a clipping too. Of, I I don't know what it was, but some variety thing. I think they were, it was something they were doing for Kai's promotions of his last drop, and the his some of them. I don't know if it was all the members of XO, but like some of them were, um, there and I don't know what they were doing. It's like they're on a panel and they were judging him for something. But oh, yeah. I sent you that because I was like, mm-hmm. they were like, he w- he was, uh, Kai was saying something about, I'm trying to think the exact way, but basically the members were saying you have to do this and that. And they were like, like saying it in like a facetious way, like laughing in a way like this is real life. Like they have experience with it. Now, granted, we could all be reading into this now because we know like they're suing them for this. Right. But like <clears throat> it got low key seemed they were like, oh yeah, you want to do this? No, you're going to have to. It seemed like they were reenacting what, what? they have to deal with with SM. Yes. Yeah. And I was just like, they was telling us to right there. We, no one would <laughs> thought anything at that moment. Yeah. Everyone probably was like, oh, that's so funny. And they were like, no, this is our life. This is what <laughs> happened to us. Right. We got stuck in these things we can't get out of. And we're told, oh, because I, I forget who it was. He was like, don't you want to make it as a star? Don't you want right. to be? And right. I was like, oh, my goodness. I'm and like, then Kai was like, so you're basically using my dreams <laughs> to like blackmail me basically into doing whatever you want me to do. And I feel like that's probably what happened. Like, yeah. okay, so even here in America, like people have come out about things, how are we contracting companies? Like uh, Record, labels, yeah, recording, labels not like the same way this is, but. Record labels, yeah. It's one of those things where I feel like no matter what, people just are still not the point where they are well-versed in law which is any like people right how well do you know the laws because if you know the laws that's how you can really like 
I'm not saying it's easy, but when stuff happens, mm-hmm. are able to get out of things or negotiate or do whatever, because you know the law. So yes, they passed this law in 2010 to protect people because it was ridiculous, you know, how, what was going on. But if you think about these people when they start training, like, are they really looking at the laws and all that stuff? Like, are they really paying attention? You're not. Because you these are, are minors. Right. They're, they're minors when they are signing these contracts focusing on i want to be a star i want to be in this yes that's all that matters so just like he was you could be like see some flags like "Mm, this don't sound like this might be the thing but they're literally kids and they're like um (laughs) but you want to be a star right you you don't want to let your dream die do you right and so you're just like okay and like we know and even other situations people say here in america the parents just be like, I feel like they're probably just going with it. Let's they just believe do it. In they their know what they're kid. doing. Right. They believe they're in their company. kid. Yeah. This is an opportunity for my child to see a dream that they have. It's a hard thing to get into. You're assuming, mm-hmm. which I'll, at this point, I'm like, once you've lived on the earth long enough, you got to realize nobody, nobody's out for you. Nobody right. has your best interest. That's in what heart. I'm saying. People, but still you're probably assuming like this company is going to do right by me, right by my kid. And they're so they not. probably sign these contracts. They don't, I'm sure. Many of them come from normal old backgrounds or right. even from poorer backgrounds. So their parents don't have the money to hire some attorney and be like, hey, look over this contract. Is this right. kosher? Is it good? They're just trusting that this company is not going to screw them over, basically. So they're like, hey, this is my kid's opportunity. It's their chance. I'll sign. And the kid's like, bomb bad, please. Right, right. You know? So they're like, okay, signing this contract, not knowing what they're signing to and what they're agreeing to. Ooh. Yeah, I mean, I guarantee you all the companies – are well we just know the way k-pop runs it's really not the best from the way they train right in the in like i'm not saying the training's bad but in the way they do it right so i think it's just excessive it, yeah. yeah it's excessive so i'm like you can have this training program but like yeah the no. way they be going in on these children is really crazy mm-hmm. and it's like they want to break you right it's a lot of pressure a lot of mental a lot of mental pressure a lot of physical pressure mm-hmm. because not only are they expected to spend hours upon hours training but they're supposed to still be doing regular school right and we already know that there's a lot of pressure there in their society for doing well academically so and they're like beating these kids vending machine food right you know, like, and expecting this, them just to, drink these six bottles of water for right, the day and expecting them to still perform it's it's really crazy and i can definitely see why some people are just like oh, i can't do it this is not for me no, I couldn't do it. I'll be like, I can't eat food. You must be crazy. How <laughs> like, can you, you? How much dancing? Is, I'm doing how can you training? go that hard without nourishing your body? Like, right. that doesn't even make sense. Yeah. Like, y'all really are that pressed about having these people be stick figures. Mm-hmm. It's weird. Uh, but I mean, that's the entertainment industry in general. It really right. is not a right. good place. And sometimes that's the thing, like, wow, we consume all this media and entertainment, but like behind the scenes is like pure evil. Like yeah. so many stuff have come out time and time again, right? Like how evil entertainment history is. But it's just like hard to get up your favorite shows, your favorite bands. Yeah. So it's crazy. I I mean, hopefully they win this case against them because um, I'm on their side. I believe them. I don't think mm-hmm. it's, I don't trust SM at all. Mm-mm. Yeah. And what would be great is what if, I mean, it's not good for us as the fans, but what if like everyone's just start coming out and like do Being a class like, lawsuit yeah, type class of thing and like, let's yeah. get this stuff, regular wages, regular pay, 
better conditions because I feel like stuff has to explode for stuff to really happen. Right. <clears throat> but um, so, yeah, I mean, so who knows about the EXO comeback, um, back young solo comeback. Who knows what's going <laughs> to happen? But you know what? They got to figure this out because I'd be mad too. Mm-hmm. all the work they do. And it's like, where the receipts? Where's mm-hmm. my money? And yeah. I want to be out this contract. Yeah, that's crazy. <sighs> but yeah, so that's the craziness that happened. I don't, I don't, there might've been something else that happened, but those are like the top two things that were like, whoa. Um, on a more positive note though, RM once again, see, I need this to be the beginning of his political career. I was, I when I saw that, I was thinking that I was like, RM could really actually be president of South Korea. He really, (laughs) that's what I'm saying. I don't know how it all works, but I'm like, he can do it. Like another 15, 20 years. Can you imagine? (laughs) He needs to start. He was named public relations ambassador for 2023 ministry of national defense. And I think people were confused. Like he's doing this, but like he has to still serve. And then someone was like, guys, they will serve no matter what. It doesn't yeah, matter if they won't let it go. To, yeah. It's like, that's, that, that's a given. Um, but yeah, so basically I don't know what he's going to do, but I didn't really look into what he's going to do, but I was just like, is this the beginning of his political journey? Is he going <laughs> to really be the president? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I just feel like he keeps speaking in all these like high profile political places. I'm mm-hmm. just saying, just saying um i'm trying to find what they said exactly what he's gonna be doing i don't know how this is gonna work if he's had to go to the military soon yeah i don't get it but um oh he will be representing the ministries killed in action recovery and identification organization i saw that but i just didn't really know what it meant does just mean he's the face of it because he's recognizable since he's a celebrity and he's like hey i'm behind this I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if that's why they picked him because obviously uh, yeah. they're. I just they didn't know if there was any a- any actual influential work. You know, like is he going to be leading the charge with some shovels or something? You know <laughs> right. What I'm like I was just like I don't know if if his work as ambassador is going to require him to like technically get his hands dirty or if he's just basically the face. I mean, I guess think about what ambassadors do. They're basically like the face. So I right. feel like they do a lot of speaking type of things, right? Oh yeah, I guess that's usually right. what ambassadors yeah. are doing. They're like making talks. So I wonder, but I wonder what that would entail. Would that entail, is this something the government themselves are doing or is it something that they'd go throughout the country and try to raise money to do this? Or, you know, I don't know. Yeah. Like I said, I don't, I don't, let's see. Okay. I'm trying to find an article that says a little more details. Um, so they're going to excavate the remains the organization excavates the remains of fallen Korean War veterans and sends right. them to their families. So it says he will be undertaking duties involving um, publicity activities to inform citizens about the remain excavation oh, project okay. Okay. and various ways and much more. Um, beyond dispute and conflict, the team stands for humanity. Hence, the Ropian of RM, considered the rapper, is best known for his contributions to society on various grounds. So, like you said, he's going to be the the speaking. That's what I'm thinking. Yeah. Like, like the public speaker events, for getting people like awareness. Right. And I mean, I guess it could work because I mean, after he does like basic training stuff, like, I don't know, like which section of the military he'd been, I guess he could be doing these. I mean, it's the ministry of defense, the same thing. Right. So, um, yeah, but that's, my, that was literally my thought. I was just like, 
this is the beginning of his political career. Because <laughs> people were posting like a year ago, he was speaking at right. the White House, and now right. he's here in his country speaking at the... I was like, I don't know, man. <laughs> we always just saying President Trump because, I mean, I just feel like he's the voice of the people. He's right. here for the people. That's crazy. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see if he becomes president. Um, the only last thing is we're in June, so Festa has arrived. <laughs> yep. 10 years with BTS. Crazy. Um... I don't know. I think they're going to have a lot of stuff around the city, obviously, in South Korea. That they're doing events mm-hmm. and, like, special things, but nothing over here. Even though it says, like, BTS everywhere or something. <laughs> I don't know if you saw that flyer. No, everywhere, but not everywhere. But I was like, I don't, what does this mean? So Everywhere in <laughs> South Korea. That's what it means. Not everywhere here. Um, I guess so far, I mean, it's only been a couple of days. They only really, like, released one photo. Of course, I mean, they've already released, like, the little map of like like each day to look forward to but they released a photo and then last night they were like bang bang con so they did three concerts mm-hmm. like bang bang con normally is um fifth muster Sawuzu and not the soul one right yes yeah, so mm-hmm. that was last night i don't know what's coming up next we also got a teaser well, some one of the days episode with Jen finally on, right. which everyone was wanting, For hoping Sufita. that. So that's good. That's going to come too. But yeah, there'll be a lot more surprises and things coming up for we that. We know they've also written a oh, song. Oh, right. The song. That was it. I forgot to write down. We have a song coming next week, mm-hmm. which everyone is so, we're all surprised by because we didn't think of getting new music. But then I'm like, there's no way. That they I feel not. like every festa, there's something well, new, right? A solo. Usually one of the members will. It's not the yeah. group. It makes sense to me that it would be a group thing. Since it's 10 years, yeah. yeah. I don't know. I just had no expectations. I, I had no clue what they were going to do. So when they announced it, I was like. I didn't have expectations, Ooh. but I wasn't surprised. Yeah. That they would give us a song. So yeah, that comes out this for uh, next Friday. So that will be, I don't know what it's going to sound like, but I think it's for the fans. So probably. Probably be tear jerking. Sad. <laughs> Especially because we're like in chapter two, not together. Um, but it's okay. It's just what, just what has to be. Um, but yeah, good old best of stuff. I, I don't know. I think there might be something else that looks like a picture of something like video. So I don't know what that means. I don't know, but I'm excited to see what's going to happen. The photo though, <laughs> this reminded me of uh, the podcast that we were talking about the other day and, and I was telling you she was like the the host was like she saw the picture and was like ugh right <laughs> so I was listening to well no it was on a story but then she released a podcast episode oh, okay. talking about other a lot of things but she kind of like said something about that again mm-hmm. and basically to she feels it's just so fake right that's really what it comes down to. I felt like is she so from what I understand ever since Festa last year and they was it Festa last year where they really stated it was that like they had been burnt out yeah. and all that. So I feel like she's looking at all of their activities now as just like it's fake because they're in this phase of burnout. Mm, I think that's how that makes sense. to me that's how she's looking at it where I'm just like 
I don't think necessarily they're still in that phase because they're already into the second phase. They were talking about these last couple of years leading up to that point, leading up to, you know, COVID threw their schedule out of whack. They were supposed to have been started phase two way before. So I think they were ready for that. But then when COVID changed things and they were like, okay, it seems like it'd be best for us to continue. That's when they were really at the point of like, oh, wow, we're kind of pushing ourselves to do this. We're Mm -hmm. making this happen. Um, But I felt like now they've been able to move on to phase two. So I don't feel like they're necessarily looking at their regular activities as K-pop idols, as BTS, as being like such a drag or a drudge or whatever. Mm -hmm. I don't think that it's like they hate that part of the job. Honestly, to me, from talking from the members who spoke about it, I feel like that heaviness was more so on the members who create the music, mm-hmm. which is RM and Suga were just like, RM repeatedly stated, like, I don't know what else to say. Like, yeah. I don't have anything to say at this point, but yet we're still having to create music. So I don't think it was necessarily all the activities of what being BTS or a K-pop idol entails. They were just like, I got to live some life where I can come up with some more lyrics. For right. You right. <laughs> so I just thought it was kind of funny that, I just felt like she took that and ran with it to be like now everything they do from this point on to her seems to be false or disingenuous because, oh, they've stated they're burnt out. So now everything they're giving us is fake. And I'm just like, girl, okay. You know what <laughs> I mean, I like that's one way to look at it, but that just doesn't even make sense to me. Yeah. I just, and like, I'm just cool. like, they've been idols for 10 years at this point, And I think they're well aware of what the job requires. So I feel like, if you're to the point where you're just like, I'm over this, I can't take it anymore. I mean, they're at the level where they can choose to do something else. You know what I'm saying? So I feel like it's like with any job, there's always going to be parts to a job that you don't like. You could be doing a job that you absolutely love. There's going to be days you get up and you don't want to do it. Right. So I'm like, I, I feel like that is just normal to the human condition. I don't think that that means like, well, now everything we get, we're going to get from them is just, you know, them pushing themselves. Therefore it's not real. <laughs> so everything I see from them, I'm just like, nah, whatever. <laughs> you know? I'm just like, then why are you still here child? Go uh, somewhere. Why are you even bothered? Yeah. <laughs> To be fair, she has scaled back. She has a lot on her stuff and is kind yeah. of pivoting to be a more broad range of pop culture topics versus just being so pigeonholed, which is good because being niched in K-pop is very specific. So mm-hmm. um, if you're not all about it, I feel like you should probably diversify, which is what she's been doing. So, right. but yeah, I just thought that was funny. Um but I liked the picture. <laughs> I thought it was great. It was cute. It was nice. I love looking back at all the pictures this year, just seeing the, them grow up mm-hmm. and change. So, <clears throat> yep. Um, I guess we should talk about these comebacks, huh? Yes, May comebacks. Honestly, with the May comebacks, uh, I'm like, no, 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 no. There's only one that I'm like, actually, mm. <laughs> or two, maybe. I mean, one, two, three, four. I can only speak about four of them that you have listed. What's what's the first one that you can speak about? Uh, one is their comeback. Oh, duh, of course. Yeah, One is one of my favorite groups. So, yes, um, I enjoyed this comeback. It wasn't my favorite from them, but it was still a solid comeback. There were definitely songs that I added to my playlist. I think they're a very underrated group. So, yeah, I was happy for them. Um, is this... Th- 
this is the first one without what's his name oh my goodness yes yeah without raven raven yeah okay because i was like the last one he was in right mm-hmm. yeah, yeah okay yeah that's annoying that but was definitely annoying because i to me they were a group where each member was strong and brought mm-hmm. like their specific flavor to the group so yeah i think he was caught on a dui or something and that just i was like you idiot yeah, <laughs> like why why didn't you take a taxi <laughs> oh, i just don't understand so yeah that i think that made it even more annoying because it was just like I mean, were you really that drunk? I, I just, I'm just like, what, what is going through your mind? Especially because you know that you're an idol and you know that you have to avoid scandal. So I just really feel like you really just set yourself up for failure. This is totally your fault. And now it sucks because your group has to go on without you. Wait, I think we're getting mixed up with the person from. A d- different group. Yeah. There's um, like a scandal every Victim. other day. Right. <laughs> oh, oh, he was the one with the DUI. Yeah. We're getting mixed up. Because oh, I was like, okay. wait a second. Something's not adding up. Did he do something illegal? What did he do? So what did Raven Vic- do? So, Victim guy, we weren't like fully in the group. We're more about, um, what's I his saw name? About Han yeah. But we did like some of their music. But yeah, one of the members there, he was called a DUI. Oh, so then, yes, he okay. left. Okay. And then they're no longer, I mean, they didn't renew their contract. So, right. goodbye to Victim. Um, but no, Raven was more like lucas cheating okay. gaslighting and like okay. stuff yep so look this i don't know it was a mixture of him and the company but they resolved that quick they really did and that's but was he charged with something with anything no it was someone posting something about him cheating gaslighting and oh okay um I was wondering if he actually did do something illegal, like no. he was accused of assault in some way or something like that. Uh, that I don't remember. Maybe he was. Let me see. Let me see. Because to me, that's a whole nother story than just like, nah, this dude was using me. You know what I'm saying? This dude's a yeah. player. But did, I, I feel like some one of the person for Lucas said something about assault, but then they said it was oh. un- she said it was untrue. Oh, she recanted? I think so. That's why I was like, I don't remember. Okay, according to this article, yes, the ex-girlfriend claim, accused him of some um, misconduct, sexual misconduct. Okay. Um, but basically, he decided to quit because he didn't want to cause more trouble for his bandmates and fans, the company said. Hmm. So he said, and the company said there were some false claims and they were going to take legal measures to get things right. Um the ex-girlfriend claimed that he cheated on her and verbally abused her while they were dating in the past two years. And she says, um, she claimed that when they first met, he got her drunk to the point of not being fully conscious in order to have sex with her. Oh, okay. Um, Hmm. I don't know if anything has been proven or, or if she even pressed charges or she pressed charges she just might have or if she recanted. Out. Cause I feel like the Lucas girl was recanting some stuff. That's what I thought too. I but don't I don't remember with this if she did. So I'm like, um, yeah, I just feel like at this point, but he left real quick, which he was did. good. I feel like at this point in situations like that. Well, I mean, I think that I don't know how it is in South Korea, but like anything, this a person is innocent until proven guilty. And I'm always on the side of a vict- the victim when it comes to sexual assault and things like that. But people do lie. True. So that's why I feel like there should be a thorough investigation. Mm-hmm. It, it shouldn't be that just someone comes forward and makes these claims and then it's just immediately like, well, you're done. 
but that's the company how the should do an investigation to determine whether or not it's true because I mean, anyone can come forward and be like, oh, this person did this thing to me and blah, blah, blah. And even just by them doing that, it's their reputation is tainted. Yeah. So I feel like the least that can be done is the company do due diligence and be like, let's look into these claims and see what's happening and figure out, is this actually something that happened or not? And then go from there because it isn't right for people to, you know, be losing jobs and their reputation permanently tainted by someone's lies, you know? So I do feel like that needs to be done. But if, if the lies or, or if the information is proven to be true, um, you know, it's just a, it's a tough situation because I feel like the way things work over there is once that claim has been made, it, it just is what it is because this is a situation uh, if the other person doesn't have proof and it, it could be that they really don't have proof that oh this person assaulted me or just yeah. x y and z then it's one of those things where it's he said she said yeah you know um i don't know i feel like it can be tough and i feel like most of the time companies in that situation are just like you know what it's easier for us to just get rid of you and yeah make, make this whole thing go away um but yeah i don't know but I yes, this was the first comeback okay. without Raven. Well, I definitely missed his flavor on this. Yes, I think I that's did. the thing. Like, they're still good, but I feel like mm-hmm. that's what was missing was his little flavor. But, I mean, it is what it is. They'll they'll be fine, I guess. So. Well, honestly, I don't see them renewing their contracts. Yeah, that's true. Um, When's it supposed to be ending? Do you know? That's what I'm about to look up. Um... I liked a B-side of theirs more than this Erase Me comeback. I agree. Um, but yeah, I mean, overall, it was the EP was fine. They always I give think good stuff. They have until, if they signed a seven-year contract, they have until 2026 because they debuted in 2019. Oh, okay, right, right. They're a younger group. So they do still have some time. A few more years. But yeah. Yeah, I definitely liked... Uh, Raven's contributions to the group. So yeah. his voice is definitely missed. But it is what it is. Um, the other comeback that I really enjoyed in May was Icon You. Mm-hmm. I have no clue. The song is called You. I thought you did like it. I, I don't remember. Well, <laughs> I'm like, I, you probably did send it to I me. I think but. You're, you really were just like Bobby. But. Oh, okay. Okay, now I do remember. I I feel like I felt the comeback was solid, but that was kind of like my entrance. Or had I kind of been on Bobby before that, slightly before that? Yes, because he released a a solo songs, music, album earlier this year. Okay. And we had seen him in something else. I forget what prior to that. So, yeah, I thought that it was good. But it wasn't enough for me to be like, oh, I'm also I'm now into Icon. Um, no, I, it just made me want to check out. I checked out Bobby more. I'm so. not into Icon like that, but I just I don't know. I love that song. Yeah. <laughs> I'll be playing it a lot this month, in the month of May. I thought it was a fun song, and I they're obviously they're talented, but I'm like Bobby's what really makes them stand out. That's what to I me personally. Yeah. So. But yeah, I like that song, but I'm not really listening to anything else of theirs. Um, oh, okay. So the other one that I was just like, I put on there, but honestly, I'm just like, 
actually I'm like meh is uh Juhani's uh solo debut Freedom yeah I thought it was a solid debut it just didn't make me want to put it on my playlist I started listening to some of his album and it's like okay I don't really know if I would come back to it really mm-hmm. um yeah, I feel like I just like him in Monster X personally for right. me. But yeah, um, it was a funny music video because it's like feels inspirational. Like right. he was on the mountain, like the flowing mm-hmm. stuff. And it all of a sudden goes crazy. <laughs> it's like yeah. it goes dark and everything. I'm like, whoa. Interesting. Um, and then it goes back to like freedom. <laughs> I'm saying it wrong. That's not the melody. Um but he has vocals. He really has great vocals. Mm-hmm. And that was why I always liked Moss X. It's like he actually has really good vocals and then he's really good at rapping. I think he's one of the better rappers in K-pop for sure. Like mm-hmm. it's not just like, oh, can you do the rap lines in this? Like, nah, he, I don't know his history, like with all that, but I just, it seemed like he's studied it enough and crafted it, practiced his craft. Yes. <laughs> he crafted it. He crafted his rap, <laughs> his bars. He sure did. And then I am his next, who I like oh. too. So mm-hmm. I'm, I'm curious how his stuff is going to sound. Um, but yeah, it was interesting song, Freedom. But he did it. He finally released his solo uh, album. I put um, G Idols on here last minute because I actually started getting into that song towards the latter half of the month. Okay. Um, I don't know if you've ever heard it. You probably didn't because you don't really If you didn't send it to me. Yeah. I don't be watching girl stuff. Yeah. It didn't. I know that hasn't popped up on my YouTube. So that's usually when I just randomly will watch other. Yeah. They had a comeback. And they dropped Queen Card. Excuse me. And um, I don't know. I kept hearing it around like clippings. So I was like, let me listen to the song. I'm like, it's kind of catchy. So I like that one. Um, wait, so who's the other person? Oh, I know the other person. You said three, though? Because um, I already know the other person. No, I just said group. four that I can speak on. Oh, four yeah. you can speak on. Okay. Um, I feel like you said you, you listened to Espa's Welcome to My World. You thought it was good. Okay. I don't, <laughs> you don't remember? I thought no, you did. I guess so. Espa had a comeback. And they had a pre-release because I guess that's the new thing to do in K-pop. Yeah. <laughs> and it was Welcome to My World. And I sent it to you and was like, I'm not sure yet. It's like a slower vibe. Mm. You know, I don't really you don't remember. I s- I'm stuff. so positive. You're I'm like, sure you bad. did, but I'm just saying clearly it made no mark <laughs> on my brain because I'm like, I guess. <laughs> I'm, I'm like, basically everything you send me, I watch. So... If I don't remember it by the end of the month, that means it didn't really made him really make a blip <laughs> on my radar. <laughs> what about okay? So that was one comeback. What about La Seraphim's comeback? I do remember that. I'm, actually, that's the fifth one I can speak to. Oh, okay. Um. Uh, yes. Okay. Um. I thought it was a cute song. It was definitely catchy. Um. <laughs> Yeah, just I just I'm just not into girl groups, man. Yeah, I just I'm just I'm not trying to get her guys. <laughs> it's still not working. Yeah. Wait, the only girl group that you were kind of feeling was um, uh, Itzy. Itzy. Yeah, but then their music started switching a different direction. I, like I it was started like, getting a little more cutesy, and I was like, ah, I'm gone. Yeah. I, I mean, it, I like it because um, I remember when they're in their last comeback, didn't they have the sneakers song or something? Ugh. You were not feeling that. 
I thought All it was a cute song. <laughs> Sorry, guys. I thought it was a cute song, but again, didn't add it to my playlist. So I just think overall, their group, their sound, their vibe overall, I like. Mm. Um, out of all the many, the girl groups that I've checked out, I just feel like they're a girl group that I would be interested when they make a comeback. Oh, let me see, see what, what they're, they're doing. doing. Whereas most of the other girl groups, I'm just like, y'all all seem the same to me. Um, and I just felt like they were giving something a little different. I definitely agree that some of these newer groups like La Seraphim and uh, New Jeans New Jeans, are definitely giving more of a vibe that's up my alley, mm-hmm. um, especially New Jeans. But I don't know what it is. I just still don't have a huge compulsion to be like, oh, I, I want to listen to this song and keep going back. When I listen to it, I'm like, yeah, it's good. They're good. I like the music video, whatever. But I just don't feel the compulsion that I feel with boy groups to be like, oh, I'm going to add this to my playlist. I'm going to follow this group or whatever. So I remember the song. It was catchy. I remember their little dance moves. (laughs) But just overall, girl groups are just a little too cutesy for me in general. The style of the songs, the dances to the songs. um, I don't know. So there haven't been any groups to me to me with some of the boy groups, it's like I can immediately see their strengths or it's like, oh, this person, this is the dancer. This is the rapper. Mm-hmm. This is the whatever. And I feel like with most girl groups, they, they, they just seem so seamless. Like I don't who's who, who's doing what? Oh, another girl group that I feel like I would follow is XG. Oh, and you know, to me, like there is a distinct difference when I hear the singers. Like I can tell. Yeah. Like I feel like I'd be able to tell, oh, this person's singing. Oh, this is this girl's voice. Um, They just are standing out and giving their own flavor. Whereas to me personally, maybe I have not followed or listened to enough, Mm -hmm. but certain other groups that are really popular. I'm like, y'all sound the same (laughs) to me. It's to this high register yeah y'all are doing these little cutesy you know you sound cutesy you're doing the cutesy moves like i just that's just not appealing to me personally yeah. so you know xg has been uh in the lime like in the fire recently oh um, what happened it's, it's always something <laughs> this man. is the same old same old so you know oh is it because of appropriation i think oh, i did see something uh, about that yeah. okay you know they were in america recently for head Head in the Clouds Festival on the East Coast, which I was so sad because I'm like, that was my one chance to see them because who knows when they're going on actual like mm. tour as themselves. Right. But I just can't go that fast. I can't go to festivals, basically. Mm. I, I just can't do it. I don't want to be out there in the sun standing for hours to wait. Just for, to watch yeah. them a little 20 minute set uh, and the money. And I got to drive up, you know, to right. New York City. <laughs> and those festivals are more geared to like KRB and hip hop and just right non-k-pop music but korean and i don't really listen to that so i'm just like ugh, it's not just worth to it. see it but anyway so yes so <laughs> i think um what's her name kokona kokona it's kokona that's her name okay she had braids oh okay at one point like cornrows mm. type braids, I think. <laughs> okay. I remember seeing a clip. And the other girl, Jurin. Jurin? That's my Is favorite. Is it Jurin or Jurin? Is it Jurin, Jurin or Jurin? I think it's Jurin. J-U-R-I-N. I think there's an N, yes. That's my girl. She, her hair like like in a twisty look. You know that time, J-Hope at that time? It was kind of yeah. like that similar vibe. The gel twist. The gel twist. <laughs> <laughs> so funny. 
Um, but hers actually looked cute though. Um, J Hopes, I was like, uh, don't like. Um, but yeah, so people were getting on them for that, okay? And I'm mm. just like, I honestly do not care what people do in their hair. Now, when I see people doing it, I'd laugh because it's just like, just funny looking to me personally mm-hmm. um, to see it on certain people. But like, I could care less. Put them cornrows. If you want, if you think you look good, <laughs> that's all that matters, sweetie. That's all that matters. Right. Like, it don't, it's not going to bother me because I mean, I haven't been in a situation like that. Hopefully never. But like, no one's going to stop me from wearing my hair that way. Y'all can f- say all what you want. Cause you know, if black people do it, then it's like a problem. But then as soon as anyone non-black does it, then it's cool. I don't care. I'm going to do me. I already know where it comes from. I think everyone, everyone think, yeah. pulls from black culture and wears it like it's everyone a, who's aware of black culture. And that's yeah. really so my take on care. the whole appropriation thing. Unless you're coming out and trying to, claim that you created it and therefore give it some brand new name then it's a problem right that's appropriation Didn't Kim, Kim do that oh probably she probably did um and be like With oh like style. like if some oh I remember seeing on TikTok a girl laid her baby hairs Sweetie. and called it sticky bangs she was like oh I'm gonna <sighs> oh I just came up with this new hairstyle guys I call it sticky bangs that's appropriation because it's like and that is laying baby hair up in those every, comments. Yes, because everybody knows. Like, Are you honey, dumb? <laughs> Do not like you did not create this. Okay, <laughs> so to me, that's yeah, appropriation yeah. when somebody takes something from another culture and claims that they have created something new, discovered something new, gives it a whole new name. Did Kim K do that and call it boxer That's, braids? I don't know if she did that, but I think there was a, an article written on her. Oh, okay. Probably like Allure, one of the magazines, and was like, Kim Kim K with the latest craze, boxer braids, and it was cornrows. <laughs> okay, maybe she I don't know if it. she, yeah, okay. I don't think she I just remember her it. doing some kind of like braided look or like Bantu knot thing or something, and then they called it something else, and everyone was like, no (laughs) like you got to be kidding me yeah so to me that's what i term as appropriation and what i have a problem Mm -hmm. with because appropriation quote unquote of that nature happens all the time because we as black people or or white people are influenced by asian culture yeah walking around with kimono style tops yeah i've seen people with chopsticks in their hair right where does that come from right but i'm like as long as we're not claiming hey y'all i just i've nobody's ever thought of this have you ever thought of taking these chopsticks like (laughs) but you can use them to create a bun and it's like that you know that's when it's a problem because it's like baby girl people have been doing this for centuries (laughs) and it did not originate over here with (laughs) y'all so to me, that's when appropriation, that is true appropriation. And that's when I'm like, okay, I can understand why people speak up and have an issue with it. If uh, an Asian woman, and definitely many Asian dudes have done it, want to put some sloppy cornrows in their that's hair, what I'm saying. let I don't them care. do that. We all know where cornrows and braids originate and whose hair it best suits. <laughs> so yeah. I'm like, as long as she's not coming out and being like, guys, I created this style and blah, blah, blah. Well, apparently whatever. she doesn't like some of these hairstyles that the hairstyles put her in, apparently. I don't know. That's a personal preference. That's a that's your own right. choice. But that's your own So that's, I'm just saying, like, she's not coming out here being saying, like, this is some this new style. Yeah. Like, she's not saying that. First of all, isn't she, like, 17 years old? Like, she's like a child. Yeah. Um. Yeah, so that was one thing that people were, I was seeing pop up my timeline. I was like, here we but go But when again. people do all that, I'm like, you know what, guess what? 
go in your pantry, give it all to ramen. Okay. You know, there's just so much stuff that we take from each other's culture. And I think that that is a beautiful thing that we can share culture and come to love uh, food items. I um, think the main thing that people have issue is the fact that black people can't wear it. Without it being a problem. A problem. So like black yeah. women have dealt so with So it's like, it's okay for an for Asian hair. girl to wear cornrows. But then when I wear cornrows, the office, they're like, you have to take them out. These kids at school saying, so you have to take them out, right. like different things like that. But they can put it on, so to speak, and take it off when they right. please. So I get the sentiment. I understand it from that point of view. But <coughs> excuse me. I'm like you said, at the end of the day, when it comes to spe- specifically music, hip hop and all that stuff, a lot of people are influenced by and take stuff from it. And so I would think it's safe to say that people are going to take stuff, including the style and hair. Right. And I don't, I don't really care. Like I said, mm-hmm. you don't goofy. That's what you want to look goofy. You want to look goofy. Like whatever, man. <laughs> <clears throat> but so that was what they're in under fire for. Right. Um, and then I, so, and then they recently put out, you know, like you put a little music stuff out here and there. Mm-hmm. They did a new one, like two paired up. It was during, during, and, um, Coco, I could don't know Kokona? her name. Kokona? I think it's Kokona. And then Maya, that's my other girl. So I know her name. And, <laughs> um, I don't, I don't know their names. <laughs> the one with the, the baby voice. Harvey. Harvey. I knew it was like an English type sounding name. Yeah. They were paired together and they okay. did like um, raps over um, a sample of another song beat, like hip hop song. Isn't that kind of old? Or they put out something new? It just came out. A new oh, one. Oh, okay. So I'm ones. like, they've done this before. No, that's what I'm saying. They've done this okay. before. They put out new ones. Um, I think they performed it at the festivals too, because I saw a clip of Jaren at one point. It looked like the same thing that the music video thing was. So then they're back and they're talking about them because. <laughs> I don't know. They just feel some kind of way because it's like very hip hop and, you know, mm. like the styling that they're wearing and things like that. I'm just like, I don't know what to tell yeah, you. That's the, but they've been that's doing the, since the beginning. Yeah. That's the vibe they want to go. That's the flavor of their music. It's giving like old school 90s girl group R&B. And I found out too, because since it was coming up, you know, people were talking like their two cents. So one person was saying, Basically, like she ain't that it's not serious for her. Mm-hmm. And she was like, kind of what you were saying about like, unless as long as you're not saying like, this is, we created this and paying, um, homage, 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 homage <laughs> to the original. She's like, uh-huh. like it's, it, that's what art people do in the art, you know, right. music and all that stuff. And I was like, yeah, come on people. But apparently in some kind of interview they did, they said that they want to be like TLC. Hello. So that's all the vibes have been given. That's right. they said that's what they were influenced by, and they were like, "We want to be like them." So I think they said who they trying to be. So why is it confusing that they dressing like this, doing this? Because right. they want to be that's like their TLC. influence. Yeah. Anyway, they didn't have a comeback this month, but I don't know how I got sidetracked on that. But it's okay. Well, because we were talking about girl groups, I would possibly oh, like, yeah, and yeah. I was saying <laughs> XG is a girl group that I feel like I could like. And no, I love too. XG. I think they're cool. And, um, yeah, so I'm like, whatever. Um, I mean, so a couple more, we're almost there. The top, well, the top comeback for me, I don't know if it was for you, but the top comeback for the month of May was in Hypen. Yeah, me. definitely. It I was agree. for you? Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, Hypen's our group. 
We watched them since Island. We followed them. We saw them in concert last year. They're just the best, right? So, um, but this one was like, wow, they grow They're up. growing up. <laughs> yep. It was definitely more grown up vibe, darker. And even the whole, like the whole sound of the EP was a little darker vibe to me. You don't think so? Mm, I guess so. I mean, I feel like they're. Um, Maybe not. I feel like they've been dark from the beginning because they right, have this vampire the vampires. Theme. They're leaning strong in the vampire theme. Yeah. So I'm like, I feel like it's been pretty dark from the beginning. But for some reason, they just seem more grown up. Yeah. <laughs> in this comeback. And they actually had women dancers in their music video, which yeah, again, that was controversial for uh, them. Kness. K- yeah. Ooh, they, they, was in a tr- they was like, look, this is not appropriate. <laughs> I was like, we are putting our money together and having a truck be in front of the high building to let them know <laughs> these female dancers within hyphen are inappropriate. I, I, they just never can be happy. Yeah. And international fans are like, yes, that's what we would want to see. Let's go. And it wasn't at all. I felt like it wasn't suggestive or not really, you know, they barely were making eye contact. <laughs> right. <laughs> so yeah. Like when they had the one part where they come together, like they're not looking at them at all. <laughs> they don't look them in the eye. I don't, do they ever look them in the eye? I feel like no, <laughs> they have no eye contact. <laughs> if they had eye contact, I'd be like, Whoa right. guys, it's a bit much, but I'm like, they didn't even look them in the eye. <laughs> Never. <laughs> Even like when they were dancing, they turn stuff. They're not looking, and they're just like, like yeah. <laughs> it's there's no connection there. I thought the dance was really cool. The song too. is too short, uh, how it always is. But I thought it was. I mean, I've been playing all all month long. I love the EP. My favorite song though is Bills. Man, I love Bills. Mm-hmm. It's so good. Um, but yeah, I was shocked. I was like, wow. I guess is this a turning point? We're now elevating to maturity. It's definitely a step in that direction. I just stay stay young and youthful and innocent forever. Um, yeah, that was crazy. But yeah, they were mad and protesting the song. Yet they still won, so because <laughs> the song is good and the choreo is good. Yeah, yeah, I I like the song. It was a lot of fun. I think the it's called is it called Dark Blood? Is it or Dark Moon? Dark Moon. Is this album just supposed to be directly? Co- like correlated to their webtoon because I feel like the webtoon is the same name, no? Oh, maybe then. I don't know. I don't read the webtoon, but I thought I had the same name. But they're it heavily is dark blood. okay. I was like, they're heavily in their vampire era for sure. Mm-hmm. Let me tell you, Jake, 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 Jake. <laughs> this seems to be the theme of my life. The person I dismiss, guys, just watch and see. Within a few months' time. Everything will turn and they will be my number one. I feel that's like the theme for me. Right. Disregard Jake was like, whatever, he's there. And then I don't remember when my eyes were finally opened. I really don't remember. Was it the concert? Mm. I think it was for me, it was seeing a vlog. They did a, a certain period of time where each member released a short vlog. I mean, I don't know. That's probably something that they've continued, they've to been do. doing. Yeah. But just one of these times I was like, okay, I would like to see a vlog of each of them just to kind of get a little more on uh, their personality. personalities and things like that. Um, and yeah, some of them I was like, yeah, I'm bored. <laughs> but when I watched Jake's, I was like, 
he's actually nice. He's like a really nice guy. He seems very sincere. So that was when my turnaround for him came because I just felt like before then, I just didn't wasn't really getting much of his personality. I was just like, he's just there because he can speak English. Um, yeah. He's Australian. And I felt like that was probably a huge draw as to what I mean, he's obviously attractive, but I was like, this is why people was going crazy for him. He can speak English with international fans, especially. Right. I'm like, he can speak English. He's Australian. So he's got the accent. I'm like, obviously he's an attractive guy. So I don't know why, but he was just giving me jock vibes. And that was another turnoff. I think yeah. I was just like, he just looks like he would be the jock. In yeah. High school. <laughs> That's so wrong for me judging him in that way. But I didn't have anything against him, but yeah. I just was not drawn to him at all. And then after seeing that, I just felt like I saw this personality seemed more sweet and sincere, definitely the opposite of a jock. Right. So I was like, <laughs> okay, I misjudge. I misjudge date. I don't recall when mine And so was. that's when I kind of got on his bandwagon. I was like, you know, Kaylin, Jake, he's you definitely told that me bad. first. He's actually I a think nice, you did. he seems to be like a nice dude. And, um, I, for him now <laughs> like yeah i'm, I'm, a, I'm i think drawn. you're the one that said it first but i don't remember what was the point for me when i was like yeah i agree with you right i don't remember but ever since that moment whenever it was <laughs> i was like yes yes jake that's my boy so i loved him in this one um i also felt sung hoon stood out to me and i know that I think he's been a favorite from the beginning. Oh yeah. And I, I was liked him from Island. Yeah. I mean, I, I liked him, but I wasn't, I don't know. I was never just like, Oh, I felt like last wow. comeback. He was his, he was, but whoa. with this one, when they did the short film, okay. and he was the, like, you know, he was against all the rest of them. Cause he was right. trying to protect that girl. I was like, wow. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Acting for one, no, you know, good. face card, not declining. You know, <laughs> So yeah, I, I felt like he really stood out and Sunu stood out to me. And I think it's yeah. because he was playing that role. You know, Sunu just is a very uh, sweet. He's one of those people where it's just like, right, let me just protect him. Just put a, yeah. put a shield over him. He's very sensitive. Yes. And he was, he was giving yeah, in this comeback. Really well. Like, um, I am not some fragile little, <laughs> you know, yeah. whatever. So he was standing out to me as well. And then um, Jungwon stood out to me, but to me, not in a different way. He still struck me as being Jungwon. He's always, to me, been very mature. And I, I sensed that in him since Island. So yeah. when he was chosen as leader, I was like, oh, this makes sense to me. So he's still projecting that. So I still didn't really get like that he's older or more grown. So I'm interested to see if the next comeback, if I'll feel like, oh, like he's giving more manliness because either he's gotten taller or just a little bit more maturity, but he's still like the steadfast, mature yeah. person that he is. But because he's one of my favorites, he like always pretty much stands out to me. So, you know, this comeback, I feel like it's Nikki's era. Like he, he's had a little bit of growth spurt. I mean, he was the youngest or is right. the youngest started young. So I just feel like now I'm like, wow, he's really, he's not like a, like even like when we were, um, saw them in concert. No, preparing for, uh, the other group when Taki, Taki. Oh, and team. Yes. And team just like so many years have passed. It's like, wow, you know, the, right. how you get that growth sport from like a little boy mm -hmm. to now like you're a young man. Yeah. So I'm like this, Nikki is like finally in his young man era. Uh, era. <laughs> so that's why I was like, I feel like this has come back. Like he really 
stood out. Um, I could see the maturity on him. And then he got a lot more lines, I feel like. I do feel like, especially for, um, what, what was the, the, the title song? Bite Me? There we go. I do think he got a lot of screen time. Yeah. yeah he definitely he did. did. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I love and hype and that's always been my favorite. I feel like I never talk about Jay. Yeah, I feel like that too. Yeah. <laughs> no offense, Jay, because I always did like you as well. I thought you were funny in Island. But as time's going by, I'm just like, mm-hmm kind of fading for me so sorry mm-hmm. um like i never have things to say about him and comebacks yeah but I it's mean, okay he got, he got his fans yeah he got his fans i felt the same way about him since island i thought that he was funny on the show but i also was just like is this gonna translate mm-hmm. you know when he's in the group um but i mean he's fine i think that he what he adds to the group is good but yeah he's not He's never been someone that I was like really drawn to. Yeah. But I know he has, yeah. He has fans. Plenty of fans. Well, the last one we're gonna end on is uh the one debut. I don't know anybody else debuted, but this is our one debut. Finally. Uh another group under the Hybe Umbrella under KOZ. I don't know how you say it. KOZ Entertainment. Uh what's his name? Nico? No. I don't know Zico. people's names. <laughs> I was like, it's Zico. Zico. That's not right. Zico, Zyko, however you say his name. It's Zico. Okay, it's Zico. <laughs> I will never have people's names together. I'm so sorry. Um, his company finally debuted their first group, Boy Next Door. Now, when they first were slowly showing stuff, I'm, and I still believe I hate the graphics of the Boy Next Door that they put. I don't like it. Is like very logo? Yeah. Hmm. I don't know if it's changed or was that was just for that video that they had posted as a preview. But I was just like, I don't like it. It's very kiddish. But hey, it's probably geared to the kids anyway. But I looked at their stuff and I thought it was cute. Yeah, that yeah, oh, that one. Okay. It was in some video. I don't know what, what video it was about leading up to their debut yeah i hate it kind of like <laughs> what's like ew this sounds logo i don't know that's their official logo though it definitely is kind of like giving um <laughs> crown yeah crayon? that's a good way yeah, to crayon put it. Type yeah. i mean honestly i do think that it fits but it'll be interesting to see like how's that gonna age yeah as they maybe, maybe they'll just update the the graphics the graphics yeah I mean, I if you look at the for now. if you look at the cover of their EP, I mean, it looks that, a little better. That works. Yeah. yeah, it's. I think it's these colors. These colors. Yeah, it's these primary colors. <laughs> it's <laughs> so it horrible. Yeah, but they released three videos um, of th- basically their whole e- debut EP and whatever. And my favorite song was, I think it's the title track, "One and Only." Okay. Other songs were just, or the B sides, but they released a video prior to the debut, official debut. Yeah, I don't know what would be my favorite um, because I did like all of them, not enough to add to my playlist. Mm-hmm. It's just, it's high school. Yeah. Which is great, but I'm like, yeah, that's not, I'm not drawn to that at my age, at my big age. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But I was like, I, I feel like they will be successful. I think so. One, because 
I I think they're kind of following. I mean, and this is the trend. Yes, that's what I thought. I think I they're following them. that trend of being more old school boy group mm-hmm. from back in the day, as far as the sound and all of that. Um, and I think that's something that's it's like new more of like a realistic like view of right. them. Uh, I think that's kind of new in K-pop, and people are enjoying that. So I think they're gonna, you know, run with that for a no, while. No, that was my first thought. <clears throat> I was like, this seems like the boy version of, of New, New Jeans. Jeans. Mm-hmm. So I really liked that. Um, very cute. I thought all the songs were cute. Yeah, it was just, yeah. So I felt like I can, I foresee that they will be very popular. I felt like the members. To me, honestly, there wasn't any one member that stood out to me facially. Um, but I did see some, I think that they um, emoted well. Mm. When I was watching them, I felt like they're all, and it's like, man, it's hard to say because every K-pop group that comes out, they're giving it everything, right? But I just felt some they, people are better than others, though. I feel like them as a group are doing well embodying this. I'm just the boy next door, mm-hmm. and I'm I have secretly have a crush on this girl. Yeah. So the way that they were emoting their facial expressions, the ad libs, I felt like it just fit perfectly. So I'm like, I think they're going to be successful. Yeah, I think they're like between 17 to 19. Oh, okay, I did not know their age. I think so. There might be a 16 year old, but I thought the youngest was 17, but could be wrong. Um, but yeah, no, I thought it was a solid debut. And like I said, I thought they were the boy group of new jeans. So I was just like, this is definitely, I'm curious how other groups are going to respond to this. Right. Because Mm -hmm. new jeans is very successful. Right. Um, and I'm like, let's see how boy next door does. Cause I think the, I feel like this people have been saying, they feel like the girls have been better than boys lately. Mm hmm. So I'm wondering if this will be the the turning of the tide for the boys' side, right? With Boy Next Door. Okay, yeah. <laughs> like, will they really take off? But we'll see. Only time could tell. Um, but yeah, those are all the May comebacks and everything. Um, I'm excited because for June, Stray Kids is back. Okay. Yeah. And I gotta have a lot to say because that album is so so good. Uh, they don't disappoint. Never. Uh, yeah. Like, I don't I know don't who know. else is coming out next month, but Stray Kids is starting off the month strong. Okay, mm-hmm. starting off strong, and I'm thinking no one's gonna top them. <laughs> <laughs> nope. But anyway, um, anything else you ha- have about the comebacks of May? I don't think so. Okay. Well, until next time. All the finger hearts to you. We purple you.